0: yo what's going on everybody it is 3 p.m here in new vienna iowa that means it's time for another live stream today is wednesday hump day if you will october 21st 2020 hopefully you guys are doing well it is actually a really nice sunny day today it started out super chilly super overcast and uh it was one of those days where i was like well at least it's not windy or raining but now it's actually turning into a nice day. We're outside to play uh with the dogs and the kids during their like lunchtime recess. And uh it wasn't bad. It was actually kind of nice. I did step in dog poop today. So there's that. But um you know, I mean it's my own fault cuz I I'm the one that's supposed to pick it up. I mean, I don't pick up all the dog poop. My uh father-in-law picks up and my mother-in-law, but mostly my father-in-law picks up all the dog poop from the bigger dog, which I'm pretty happy about cuz i'm used to small dog poop when i see big dog poop it's kind of distressing (laughs) but uh i slept in the small dog's poop and my dog's poop um a little bit today so those shoes are hanging out outside letting those uh mellow out for a little bit but that's been that's been my day i guess i could say if stepping in dog poop is the worst thing that happens to me today it's not that bad of a day let's see who else is here we got roadrunner reviews here alan cabanemi coming in from paris awesome very cool thanks for staying up uh maybe you're not staying up but 9 p.m for me is staying up um chris Yao says uh uh woke up from an old man nap in the afternoon i let me tell you what i kind of took an old man nap today too but you know what my whoop has been telling me every day that i need to take a nap so i'm just listening to whoop advice this thing this like wearable device that is not really aware of it's a wearable you wear it but it's not there's no screen on it you know but uh it told me to take a nap i fell asleep in like the recliner chair the dog um is not usually allowed on the furniture but like when i get kicked the legs up on it i let him s- sit like where like in between like my shins kind of and he's really warm so like we both kind of fell asleep and uh yeah so there was that uh, it wasn't a long nap maybe maybe like 10 minutes but one of those naps where you're like oh i better not sleep too late otherwise i'm gonna miss out on stuff i gotta do but you know my my daughter was in uh her virtual school and the baby was like playing on her own um she was painting though so i probably should have been watching her a little bit better but no no paint accident so it worked out today (laughs) uh kca says good afternoon oh i forgot we're going back to this normal thing well this is not normal we got this thing here i I think i'm gonna pay for this subscription because i don't like this and the resolution for this is, is maxed out at 1280 so like not hd i don't know if that makes a huge difference but um but I, you know i like this enough that you know i, I want to get rid of that put some different labeling on it and then um you know use it a little bit more i don't know maybe i'll investigate some other options as well but i do like being able to put you know people's names to faces over here like in the bottom uh lower left-hand corner so that's kind of nice so i like it um yeah, frank lullier says i need an old man app it's a, it's a good thing a, i mean i'm a big i'm a big fan of apps. Um even I mean I guess I've only wanted them when I was older but they're good they're so good. I I you know my kids were always really bad at napping. They would only nap for other people like they would nap at daycare fine. But like you know even on like a day off like if there was like a Monday off or a Friday off like a long weekend and we'd try to keep them on the same schedule they just wouldn't because when they knew when we were trying to put them down they wouldn't nap. They knew that they could outlast us. So like they just kept fighting it until we gave up but um every time i'd be like let's just take a nap together we'll both take it. how about that we both take a nap will you lay down i'll lay down we'll both just take a nap they never they never took the bait sometimes i would fall asleep and take a nap and they would just keep playing like quietly in the corner <laughs> but um i do love i do love naps uh, yeah all right let's see We martha's here good to see you martha um uh, see what do we got steve is here says yo hi all what's going on steve i like the picture there um not really hank aaron says take naps not drinks yeah um let's see not really hank aaron says he wants it is in 4k well you know here's the thing i the i hook this this camera up to like a little hdmi to usb kind of like converter and that thing only maxes out at 1080 i think so like this camera is actually like you know putting out a 4k image but in the transition from camera to computer it's going down to 1080 and i feel like my internet can't really handle more than 1080 so i'm happy with 1080 for like the streams here so yeah um yeah matt (laughs) Matt saying i wish i could get in a daily nap yeah i mean i don't get in a daily nap matt for sure um when it does happen it's really really nice uh yeah See where oh, there's another one. Matthew Cable says hi. What's your take on Asian on the Asian representation in the running community, specifically from the Chicagoland area? Example going to large world majors and uh, marathons. Um, I feel like there's uh, the I feel like the larger the the event, the more Asians you see. And so um, in terms of like world marathon majors, there's usually very large contingents of people that are traveling from all over asia to come to my experience in terms of world majors is the chicago marathon i don't know any of the other ones so like um you know i feel like there's uh, a lot of people there uh i mean it's far so given the distance and like the financial and time commitment it would take to come over here like halfway around the world to run a marathon i think that that is uh, pretty impressive as far as like you know asian americans i'm you know there's some but um, I don't think that like I don't I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a lot of Asian Americans running. I mean, here's the other thing. Like on the other hand, the w- way to look at it is like you know there's already like I mean I'm not to put myself in the like, same category as like Billy Yang, but like Billy Yang's been, been making like really fantastic running videos for and movies for a long time, and so like. Th- you know he's kind of like got like the ultra community like not covered and not to say that like one dude is enough but um you know it's it's i can't really say like there's no asian faces in running youtube or even in running because there are asian faces asian faces that are out there so it's i feel like um there's representation in that respect in like a media aspect but you know i was looking up a whole bunch of ultra races um in the area trying to see if I can find like a 50 miler sometime um you know in the next like half year around here and there's a handful of events there was actually a 100 mile race in this in this county last weekend I didn't know that um but um you know like when I'm looking through all like the photos of those events and stuff there's not asian people um actually on the one the one that was here this last weekend there's oh no the, there was one in indiana that you guys told me about last time i looked that one up there's a guy that comes up from lyle so, or goes down from lyle it seems like regularly and so like there's like one asian guy there but then again those events are like 50 people large so it's not like i mean i mean it's a too small a sample set to say whether that's representative or not so you know um i'd love to see more asian and asian american uh participation in running um one of the things that i kind of was like hoping for and i never really pushed him on it but my brother-in-law is very involved um uh, my sister's husband is very involved in their church and um he's korean and but the churches they don't go to like a korean church but um you know for a while he had like as part of his like men's group that he was in they were getting together to do more like like exercising and stuff. And like, he was starting to like get like a regular run group together. And I thought things like that were pretty cool. Um, And I would have liked to have seen that. I I probably should have checked in with him more often to see how that was going and tried to, you know, support however I could have um, in that regard. But, you know, so that was a really long winded answer. I'm not sure I uh, addressed whatever your concern was, Matt. But yeah, that's kind of my take on it um i don't think that there is as much like you know i don't think there's as much of an issue in terms of asian representation like other uh minority groups might see and so um it's a little bit different asians tend to fly under the um discrimination radar a little bit easier than other groups from yeah i mean that's not always the case but it has been the case for a lot of things uh taco chef is here says yo what's going on taco chef awesome m gruner says uh need help what's the best everyday easy training shoe 1080 v10 endorphin speed hyperion tempo um i'd say of those the 1080 v10 is probably your best bet i'm not sure that the endorphin speed is the best everyday shoe it can be used every day i'd say i'd be more inclined to use that every day than the hyperion tempo i just don't think the hyperion tempo is an everyday shoe. Um, i mean i guess it depends on what like your everyday kind of pace is but for most people i don't it's, I, I wouldn't choose it um but uh i would think of like if you're looking at new Balance, like look at the beacon as well if you're looking at hoka i would look at like the clifton if you are looking at nike i'd look at the pegasus so like those the ones that are like kind of like the most popular one that kind of pops up that's usually the the daily trainer it's a little bit more versatile hits kind of can has more range in terms of things that it can do and that's where you know i usually kind of look at for like easy everyday training shoes but when you say you know best everyday easy training then you know things like the 1080 v10 which are a little bit more cushioned then i think definitely make a little bit more sense and like the triumph uh 18 uh from Saucony also would be a good one to look at all right kevin uh where would it go kevin oh man I'm, I'm real far behind today kevin scott giving a little oh live long and prosper i didn't know that that was an emoji cool david tax gives a little wave what's going on man uh sean marshall asks, is that a tracksmith shirt no this is a mizuno shirt this is a mizuno shirt that i got like on amazon for like 20 bucks um i love it because i love this pattern that goes on the sleeves i just love it and then this up i just feel like it's a great shirt it's really warm it's a little bit thicker of my long sleeve shirts um i can get through a lot of winter with this and like a vest um so i'm a big fan of it and i've been wanting to buy more colors of it but it's like an older shirt and um the price fluctuates wildly on amazon sometimes it's like i've never seen it at the price that i got it at but it's i've seen it at like 60 to 80 dollars at this and i'm like that's quite a bit more than i originally paid for it it's a little bit older though so that might that's probably why but i don't know i've been looking at some of the other mizuno like winter and fall stuff and i haven't you know i haven't seen like a lot of stuff that i'm really loving (laughs) chris Jazz says we need to see the mustache in 4k well i mean you do get to see the mustache in 4k on like the regular videos so that's i mean i've been making some more of the videos in 4k um upscaling the 2.7 um footage that i'm getting from the gopro and then the, the this talking part that's in the regular videos that's shot natively in 4k so you're getting 4k mustache here's one thing that i've noticed lately it's getting colder now and um i've not run with the mustache in cold weather before and uh right now it's at the point where like i could you know put the neck gator over my face to keep a little bit warmer or i can maybe get what get away without it and today i didn't have it on but what i think is happening is um a lot of moisture is like condense condensing condensating right on, on the mustache and then dripping down because by the end of the run i felt like i had like two trails of like uh, wetness along my shirt it, it wasn't like from a runny nose that i know so i'm like i think that's like sweat and like i kept feeling like drops on my face and i'm like is it about to start raining but i think it's just like our moisture is like collecting in the mustache and then like you know like moisture does it gets it condenses and gets bigger and then it has to you know go somewhere and so that was an unusual experience for me today oh man scotty b says six and a half inches of snow yesterday careful speed work today and first time in a speed go for all. cool well i think you've got a good shoe for it today and yeah i am uh, in in iowa everyone's like uh talking well i say everyone in iowa i i know like well i know some people here but my circle is like my mother-in-law and father-in-law but the, you know they call their relatives and and stuff too so i'm getting like a, a gauge of uh the iowan response or at least the east Iowa response everyone's like they can keep that snow up there in minnesota we don't want none of that here yet so <laughs> it's been pretty funny but my daughter loves snow so she's like i don't want that much snow so that's funny uh matt Legrand says does youtube do live stuff at 4k i thought it was 720 or 1080 seems like that when you do a premiere for youtube videos the quality is always lacking i thought that you could i thought that you could upload to 4k i I mean like stream at 4k i'm not i could be wrong i to be honest i've never really looked at it because i have a little cam link thing and that thing only goes to 1080 anyway and i've always been concerned about um Uh, upload bandwidth so i've never really looked into it to be honest uh ben ang says anyone have any opinions on tread labs insoles i'm not familiar with those so i don't but maybe i'm sure someone else here has tried them all right let's see uh not really hank aaron says is sage Candidate asian yes he's half i believe i think he's half asian right am i wrong on that but I, i think he is uh arnold Ellis says my next race is a 10 mile race i saw you did a memorial day 10 mile race for like two three years straight and he tips on running a 10 miler such an awkward distance it is a weird distance and um i like that's one of the things that i love about the stride foot pod not to like i'm not you know not, it's not non-spawn plug but um because then i just plug in the distance and it tells me like here's the power number you should race at so that's what i did when i did an 8k because i've never raced an 8k before so when i did the time trial i've done an ak i've done one i did one at the shamrock shuffle like two two years ago i think um in chicago that's an ak and so when i did one recently i was like i'm just going to put it into the like pace calculator and it'll tell me what to do but as far as tips i mean it's pretty much like a half marathon um that's kind of like my approach to it um, so, your pacing is going to be a little bit faster than that. If you think about it, it's right in between um, a 10K and a half. So, um, you can kind of, it's basically like you're not quite going. um You're pretty close. I mean, it depends on what your speed is. For me, it's a little bit slower than threshold pace, um, is kind of how I paced it out. And then I did it so that I had two kind of like sections of um, refueling. So, like at the three mile mark or like four mile mark and like seven mile mark is when i took like a gel just to um you know probably can get away without it probably can get away with one but i was like well it feels like a little bit longer of a race so let's let's do it so that's kind of how i've done that one but that race though is the um soldier field 10 mile that is uh i really enjoy that race and uh it was real bummer that this year it went virtual you know and then i didn't do it so i was like "Mm, man i felt bad about it uh, but I, I do really enjoy that race quite a bit mm. let's see what else we got here um mark says maybe there's just uh not a lot of asian americans into running i know for me growing up it wasn't very popular yeah i mean i think though like yeah i mean there aren't i i've i've not run into a lot of people um i mean i don't know all the asians i mean i know i know some of them But, like, I don't know anyone who, who like, grew up and was like, yeah, my dad was, like, a big runner. Or, like, my mom was, like, super into running growing up. So, we spent a lot of weekends, like, watching her race. You know, like, that's not a story. But, like, I listen to podcasts and people are, like, you know, the the people that they're interviewing are, like, oh, yeah, both my parents were avid runners. And, you know, we'd spend our, you know, time or we'd, like, schedule our, like, vacations around their races and stuff like that. Like, that just isn't, I mean, that isn't, like, a common immigrant narrative you know so like that's i think part of it and i mean for i would say probably for most uh asian american males like boys they probably grew up and probably still are like watching the nba like crazy like that was just i don't know we all love basketball for some reason and so i mean i was huge hugely into it i also think that like the 90s um was like a you know like a golden age for basketball maybe i'm biased because that's when i was most into it but i just think it was a fantastic time for it i think the, the the sport had reached like a certain level of maturity at that point not that like the age of uh like magic and larry uh weren't great but i think in terms of like its reach uh from like a public uh like public not broadcasting but like in terms of the viewership i got i think got to a certain level and i think like the for like professional football got to that much later maybe like a decade or so later i don't know so i think that part of it that's that's part of it too is that like there just wasn't a lot of like we didn't see i I didn't see it um you know like i know how i know the korean word for basketball i know the korean word for running but i don't know the korean word for track you know so I i think that's just like an example um uh, all right um let's see all right martha says kofusi there's a gal who is now 70 who's korean-american is probably the fastest marathoner in an age group in the country Jeannie rice lots of articles about her i'm gonna have to look that up that's cool that's super awesome um Hui says chinese-american here when i told my dad i was doing a half in 2018 his first he was freaked out and <laughs> said I could die. <laughs> that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> did, did your dad did your dad go to your race and watch it? <laughs> or, or he was like, I don't know. This might be the last time I see Terrence. So uh, man, that's so funny. Um, I mean, there, here, here's the thing though about that is the reason why I ran my first half marathon and first marathon was because of my dad though, because he was uh, he started running later in life, like in his late fifties and um he was telling me that he's been running a lot and he's gonna run a marathon he yeah so that's i was like oh i think i should do that too you know so that's kind of how i got into it um (laughs) sean marshall switching over to halloween says you into scary movies i saw scream for the first time he says i know i'm 33 this weekend um i don't like scary movies at all but i have seen scream i like that i like scary movie better than i like scream but i also did like scream as well that was, it was it was a good one it wasn't like too like terrifying um but uh, yeah I, I did like that one that was good um yeah, darren said my dad didn't watch his half marathon i didn't even tell him about my marathon when i signed up <laughs> that's really funny um he said he's just afraid that i pushed myself too hard and my heart would, heart would stop working well it's coming from a place of love that's um that's that's for sure Uh, leona Wong said i met genie rice's uh running partner last year before the berlin marathon oh that's awesome so cool so cool um that's funny that's awesome um yeah and jeff says scream was so much fun it was fun when it came out because i felt like it was like a new kind of um uh horror movie like it like um because it poked fun at itself and so it was a scary movie but it wasn't at the same time you know and so that was that made it like really different it felt like it was um I, I can't remember how old that was at the time but it felt like it was the just right level of scary for like people like it was like this is a movie for me you know um so i felt like oh pretty cool about that one um uh, yeah Huh. ben hang said he he had to he had to get ben hang got checked out by a cardiologist to stop his folks from freaking out <laughs> that's funny oh my you guys are funny you guys are hilarious <laughs> and um terrence who he says you are a more loyal son than i <laughs> oh man that that's really funny uh oh Luis becerra then going to i know what you did last summer yeah i saw um i saw that one so like here's here's how i remember like the like there wasn't a trilogy but there was like a sequence of movies um and it went from like oh this is interesting this might be like not genre creating but like straddling genres in an interesting way it went from um that to um like i know what you did last summer and then final destination am i getting the order mixed up on that you know and those like these like teen horror movies and then it just got really bad, and then like Scream Two, and then like I still know what you did last summer, and then Final Destination Two. Like, I, there was a weird tagline to that movie. It was like Final Destination Two: The Last Stop or something dumb. Um, but yeah, yeah. And Sean Marshall says in my assessment, Scream was the first postmodern scary movie. Is that the right? Word? Is that what postmodern means? I never know what people mean when they say postmodern. But, um, but yeah, I think I know. What, I, I think I understand the context there. But yeah, but I think that it also like yeah engendered all those other movies like I know what you did last summer, which was interesting, but like not not like scary, but more like I guess it was scary, but more like a thriller, you know? I don't know. Is there a difference? I don't know. Maybe I'm splitting hairs. Um. Oh, here coming from Matt. Matt says my parents sat me down and told me I wouldn't be able to do a marathon until I was 18. It was weird i told them i had no desire to do a marathon i think they read me wrong back in high school really <laughs> so you were you weren't even like so this like so where how does that conversation go your parents are like matt come here sit down we want to talk to you hey you while you're living in my house you are not going to run or train for a marathon and that's final like is that how it goes and you're just like uh i'm not even gonna run a marathon that's weird i'm yeah and that's got to be coming from a place of love too but um that's an interesting that's an interesting like of all like the like what do you think you're have, have you have you talked to your parents about this conversation like since like then because like it's like of all like the weird parenting like sit down son kind of conversations you thought you'd have did you think mar- like no marathoning would be one of them like I don't, is that a bad thing though like I, you know, I, I met someone at the at the Chicago Marathon Expo. I think it was two years ago now. And um, he was like, yeah, our coach won't let us train for a marathon. I'm like, really? How old are you? And he was like 16 or 15 or something like that. I'm like, oh, I think that makes sense. That pro- I'm like, that probably makes sense. I've not really thought about it that much. I know that like 13 seems a bit young, but, you know, I I, I know that some kids have done it just does it does seem like a lot though um but i mean you know in other sports 13 years old kids are dunking basketballs so i mean like you know just maybe it just seems young to me in my mind but it's interesting Uh, matt says it was a weird conversation i was a big time runner and i think they just thought it was something i would want to do and it would stunt his growth okay all right (laughs) you should ask him Like, was that the, if that was the weirdest, like, parenting conversation that they've had to have? Okay, because not because it's, like, a horrible one, because I'm sure there's more awkward and difficult ones in the world of parenting conversations to have, but but in terms of, like, probably didn't see that one coming. Uh, and Matt says he did his first marathon at 21. Well, I, you know, we were talking earlier about loyal sons. That's being a good, loyal, filial son. Good work, Matt. (laughs) Uh... Let's see. Um Danny J says, I don't know about running marathons as a use, but I know weightlifting as a use is dangerous to the natural growth. I can't see running as being detrimental to a kid's health. Yeah, I've I've always thought that the weightlifting was bad. It was supposed to be bad for like your growth plates or something like that. And so was, uh, that was supposed to stunt your growth as it was like caffeine, which I'm drinking now. Not that I'm worried about stunting growth at forty but like um as far as the running being detrimental my only concern wouldn't be like bone development my concern would be um uh like burning a kid out too soon you know just putting a lot more miles like i I think that when you're younger your body can absorb like a quick ramp up from like lower mileage to just like high level intensity and high mileage but i also think that that could like make you very susceptible to injury so that would be like my concern there um but also you know I, i don't know like my daughter's eight at like age 10 would i feel comfortable putting her in a half marathon i mean i suppose if she like really wanted to and she were like training i guess or like just enjoyed running you know but for now she just likes to be active as a kid and i think that's enough but i don't know yeah um and someone was saying something about younger marathons oh danny says kids in kenya probably run those distances barefoot every sunday i mean i think yeah so it depends on like what you're normally doing too you know um yeah let's see uh remy's here good to see you mr random's here as well good to see you guys uh, yeah mark says i should have lifted weights of the youth as a youth probably would have helped my social status <laughs> Um I did weight, lift weights a little bit in high school cuz I was a I was like a pole vaulter and so like upper body strength was a little bit more important. Um I'm not sure I was all that great at it. And it didn't help my social status, let me tell you that. So, there's that. I don't think it stunted my growth either though. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh I <laughs> guess. Dad saying, "What could possibly go wrong?" Famous last words. That's funny. Awesome. Um, Daniel M. Going back to the scary movie says, "I would agree. Scream was the first postmodern horror movie. Nothing earlier comes to my mind." Yeah, I mean, I I can't uh, think of like what else was like in that like ilk of like scary movies that weren't like. I mean, we've gone back to the slasher, right? Because then there's like the Saw movies and like the Ring and like all the ones there's so many of them right now with like scary dolls or like poltergeist type children living in a house right there's like all those weird ones which i just don't care for like the spirit like supernatural kind um yeah so like this one was different in that it was it wasn't so like supernatural or like that kind of horror based yeah but i remember around that time though this was like also around the time of blair witch project which is a movie i still haven't seen um but at that time i got i got into a couple of like uh based on a true story like horror books and those terrified me i can't remember which ones it was but um one of the things that like there was this like haunted house or something like that and um the bolt on the door kept like locking itself all the time and for whatever reason that terrified me and so like i you know like i don't know if like to this i don't really care to this day anymore but i'm just generally really bad about locking the door um so i don't know maybe those things are related i've never really thought or put those two things two things together before but i don't know i don't I have no idea um mark stalwart says you're my motivation to start running my mile every day awesome mark i hope your running is going well thanks thanks so much and thanks for tuning in today um yeah all right let's see what we got here at the bottom um let's see frank lullier says nightmare on elm street is postmodern." is it i've never seen any of those movies i've never seen a halloween movie and i've never seen any of the nightmare on elm street movies i'm just not not interested again i like i just don't i don't like to be scared if it, it frustrates me like not scared as in like i'm i'm like scared like fearful but like the um like that like uh like that tension that they always build that just annoys me um <laughs> sean mar says the 80s didn't need scary movies because the reagan era was scary enough that's uh, interesting uh KCA says Blair Witch was my favorite of all time. Oh. I mean maybe I'll have to I feel like that one deserves a watch because it like the format was very different too. So I think that's interesting. Um Yeah. Alright. Let's go to Leona's got a, a map running question. To maintain low heart rate, uh better to zombie run the whole time or to run walk combo to stay under map. Um I will say if you can zombie run it or just like run it really slow, I think that's better, Um, because then it's more consistently staying like close to that math number. And I feel like spending a lot of time there is what helps you like, but not spending a lot of time going over, is what helps you progress. That's my hypothesis on it. I think that if you're doing a lot of the run walking, what that probably means is you're going, you're dipping above, and then you're like, oop, I got it correct, and then walking a little bit until it gets back below your math number and then you're like okay time to run again and you're going way up and then oop, and then you're going back down i think like that going up and down like straddling your math number is not as good as staying really close i'm sorry hit the microphone i think it's not as good as staying really close to it that's that's my take that's my take on it uh, martha says i can't watch scary movies they keep me awake afterwards even the super fake ones yeah that, that i kind of get that too um Light says, "Cabin in the Woods" was another fun send-up of horror movies made by people that love horror movies. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I don't, I don't, I've never seen that one. Hmm. All right, Mar- Robert Morano says, "Looking for some headlamp advice for trail running in the dark. Petzl Tika 300 versus Black Diamond. Can I find a decent comparison between the two? Anything that should sway my decision or look at others? You know, I'm not a huge headlamp guy. I have them. I don't like running in the dark, but..." Um, so i have one like reluctantly because sometimes i need I, I wear it most of the time so that way there's something flickering when i'm around here in case there's hunters around so like it's kind of like my um like hunter orange kind of thing because that because they're going to be so bright so i wouldn't it would stick out kind of differently um but i i just generally i buy generic brands and so like my runs aren't long enough that i really need one that i know can last like eight hours or anything like that i really usually only need it to last me for like 30 minutes and then the rest of the time like it's sun the sun is up by kind of by then or up enough usually so i'm not too concerned about it so i'm probably not the best person to ask but i have ones a couple that i bought on amazon i like ones that are u- micro usb rechargeable again i think if i were looking to do like a hundred mile race i'd probably want one that has um re- replaceable batteries that i could just toss in and not have to worry about like charging with like a power bank but though that one that i have um i don't even know the name of it Uh, but it's just generic it's super high lumens so it's really really bright and that's pretty much all i care about and i have a couple of them because i tend to break them i've had nathan ones before too i break those just as easily i just i don't know what if i'm just manhandling them or something i'm not sure all right uh daniel m where'd it go um says scream exactly what wasn't exactly comedy horror it was just very self referential of the genre intended t- to comment on horror, horror conventions and tropes yeah i mean isn't that h- how comedy horror works i, I kind of thought that's what it did like it made fun of itself um but i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm a i'm a like an outsider when it comes to this genre so i i don't i, I admit that i don't understand the nuance um philip barnes says i think on halloween i'll pick up a few movie recommendations from today and afterwards head for a run in the dark forest my heart attack is on you (laughs) philip we're we're gonna need some of those asian dads to sit you down philip and be like watch out we're very concerned or maybe matt LeGrand's parents too like sit down we're worried that you're gonna your heart is gonna fail so we don't want you to go on that run so we need like an asian dad or just a generally a a, a dad intervention here (laughs) uh hey shannon what's going on good to see you uh she says so yo i'm late story of my life couldn't handle the thought of missing another stream yesterday's was a trip oh good to see you glad you're here better late than never for sure uh mark janko said the nightmare on elm street ones messed me up for years yeah i mean i you know i mean maybe i need to go back and watch one but i feel like it would really terrify me Jeff elite says, "I I love really well done suspense." Yeah, I think I can understand that. And it says not into horror movies, but I love watching Scandi Noir. The Bridge is the best TV I've seen. I'm not familiar with that at all. I'm not. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. Scandi Noir. All right. All right. Um, Jody says Lucy Bartholomew was running 100K ultras at 15 or 16. I think the age thing is just people holding back unnecessarily. Yeah. I mean I mean that's pretty cool. I can't imagine like a fifteen year old having the resolve you know, like I don't think I've ever met a fifteen year old that's like that can like train for a hundred K ultra. But I mean at fifteen, I mean maybe your body just is like soaks it up and is like, All right, whatever you know, I don't know. But you know, I think Jody says I think the age thing is just people holding back unnecessarily. Yeah i think so but i think also at like 15 or 16 like i don't know do i have to be worried about that do you have to be worried like if you were a sailor and I'm, I'm not a race director i don't have any desire to be a race director it seems like all the things i wouldn't like put together in a running context but like organizing people being t- extremely detail oriented about coordinating other people that are somewhat under your control like anyway there's just a lot of things i wouldn't like about race directing but like would you have to be concerned about like is this kid really here because or this young adult really here because they want to be here or do they have like a coach or a parent that's pushing them but i mean wouldn't that situation also apply to a 20 year old it could just as well i'm not sure yeah i don't know i don't know maybe it's just an arbitrary thing we don't need to worry about maybe like the difficulty of the task is a filter enough to keep people that shouldn't be doing it out i don't know i suppose generally i'd be more for being inclusive rather than having kind of barriers to entry Hmm. yeah shannon says i thought blair Witch was real when i saw it in high school and i slept with the lights on that night oh really interesting that's funny um danny j says jaws is still the scariest movie of all time the bathtub was suspect until i was like 12 (laughs) oh that's funny that that movie did scare me as well um i mean yeah yeah that i mean the shark looked so real at least at the time it did now like when you go back and look at it you're like what this isn't the movie that i remember you know it's just weird the way things looked reality i guess or looking realistic is subjective it's a product of the time sean <laughs> says, we need any script writers in here we need a movie about runners who get spooked while stopping for a break in the corn i mean that could be it like an the ghost of angry farmers past maybe <laughs> uh, that's funny um uh, and it says scottish dads are just as bad my dad thinks i'm overdoing it if my face gets a bit red running he thinks i'm going to have a stroke if only he knew the miles i've done 51 and he still worries oh that's amazing that's lovely it's lovely that he still worries about you that's great um but also pretty fun yeah does he worry about the dog too does he, what do you think about the dog doing all the running <laughs> uh, Yeah. derek dixon says as far as 15 or 16 years old are concerned he goes pretty sure that's what the waiver is for yeah maybe mm-hmm. yeah and uh oh stevie 76 says i vote for pet cemetery yeah stephen king i that's another one that i haven't watched but i think that i would not be able to watch that i mean only until very recently probably until my late 30s have i not been like re- like spooked just being by a cemetery um i I no longer kind of get that weird sensation but like in deep into my 30s i was just like "Oh, this is a cemetery we probably shouldn't make too much noise while we're by here it's kind of one of those things does anyone else get that is that just me yeah that's a true story uh michael reyes says hocus clipped in seven for gravel roads and dirt roads yeah, I think you can definitely do it because like the uh, the outsole tread pattern, uh, there's a little bit of rubber on the outsole strategically placed, but the way that the EVA foam is designed, it's almost like lugs. So I definitely think that you can use the Clifton 7 there. Other one that I would also really like if you're looking at uh, Hoka is the Torrent 2. Um, i like that one as well it's a little bit more it's trail oriented it's like a trail slash road shoe so that's another one you could look at if you don't think the hoka seven clifton seven can do it but the clifton seven can certainly handle it uh, yeah all right sean marshall says okay picture this setting is 1970s eugene oregon pre-fontaine era Runners serially haunted in the hills of Oregon on their runs. Bill Maur- Bowerman saves the day with a waffle iron. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean here the the final scene would be like step on this, right? And he's like like got a waffle iron, kind of like in uh, Tangled, you know, iron skillet. Who knew? Kind of thing that'd be pretty, that'd be funny. That'd be weird, but funny. <laughs> Bill Bowerman. Uh, I mean it's as almost as weird it would be almost as weird of an idea like would you just call it bowerman because like the like remember the lincoln like wasn't what was that movie lincoln was this a real movie i don't even know if it was a real movie or just like a spoof trailer where like lincoln was like a vampire like abraham lincoln was a, a vampire hunter that was a real movie wasn't it i mean it was i mean it was one of those horror comedy movies but like yeah yeah but like instead of lincoln being the vampire hunter bowerman is like the like the i feel like if it's eugene oregon there's gotta it's gotta be werewolves right so that's what i would say <laughs> jeff elliott says abraham lincoln vampire hunter was a real movie did anyone see that i mean is it good i mean i don't i don't know <laughs> danny james says it was as real as sharknado <laughs> uh that's so funny that's so funny uh, uh daniel m says picture at sage Kennedy hunted by woodland creatures during an ultra they don't know he's a vegetarian (laughs) that's so funny i love it when he says that you know i find myself like i don't ever say it out loud but i think it to myself as i see like the cows um and sometimes horses but mostly i see cows sometimes i see deer out out here as i'm running i'm like don't worry i'm a vegetarian i say i say the same thing (laughs) oh that's funny uh danny j says speaking of cemeteries i wonder how many people died with wasted potential because a horror movie gave them a complex i could be a great diver but thanks to jaws probably not gonna happen yeah do you think that though but i feel like you know like uh if that was like your thing your thing that you were good at i think that you would have like your your the universe would have found a way to like get you to the right spot um jody (laughs) bringing up chucky those were i um i've watched some of those i've seen i don't know that i've seen any of them like like sat down and seen them all the way through but i've seen some and um yeah those those were pretty scary to me i I was a lot younger when those came out so like maybe that's what it was um yeah he he liked the earlier ones but the latest one was uh not so bad Hmm. um jeff ellie says my daughter is still terrified of the sister in pet cemetery the kid made me turn that movie off she came running at the door oh wow amazing uh derek dixon said it sounds like the new borat film will be scary for republicans that's funny we saw a commercial for that on tv and um i started laughing at it and uh, I, I started laughing at like the uh, the trailer or whatever and my daughter was like what are you laughing at daddy why is that funny i was like it's really hard to explain i I, it's just i was like it's just one of those things that grown-ups think is funny but um kids probably don't i didn't know like how to explain like what's borat to her yeah um tab hunter said there's a michael landon is in a made-for-tv movie called the loneliest runner is that a is that a running running horror movie that's interesting because like if like can you can, can you imagine like it's like a reverse horror movie where like there's someone like jason that like is running around trying to like kill people but it turns out these are all people that got together for a running camp and he can't catch any of them that'd be pretty funny i mean it would be a short movie it'd be pretty dull but um i don't know i think that'd be a, an interesting twist around it <laughs> uh funny uh jeff alley says alien was this very scary movie legit great slasher film another one that i have i mean i don't know i guess i've just not seen movies i've seen like a handful of movies here and there i've never been a huge movies person i guess hmm. yeah um yeah i i don't think i've seen i saw predator like really late it must i saw predator in the netflix dvd era you know when you got a dvd and then you mailed it back that's when i saw predator for the first time like the first one not like predator versus but you know what movie my in-laws took me to my brother-in-law took me to um cowboys versus aliens with daniel craig that was really uh, a weird movie i don't i don't get it I, i i still don't understand the movie um but cowboy versus aliens was really really weird um and it's got daniel craig in it and i was like why is james bond here i just had a hard really hard time like removing him from the role of bond at the time danny j says you never saw alien danny j has unsubscribed and glutes have deactivated (laughs) i mean i'll go i'll have to go see i mean i've seen parts of them but like I've just never sat down to see a movie. I think, I think it's just that like I don't like sitting down for a movie just seems like a big commitment. I certainly sit down and like consume media for you know hours at a time, but like I don't like to like a movie seems like a long time. I don't know, maybe it. Uh, it just feels like more like a. I, I I usually have the TV on while I'm doing something. I've always been that way. I like doing like like have like uh, like homework i do homework while watching tv that's not very productive it's a big waste of time you should just turn the tv off and do homework but i would do that and then um i just always have had the tv on as background noise but then like when you put a movie on i feel like you have to pay attention to it and so i'm like i can't sit down and stop doing everything else that i'm doing for two hours so i don't know i don't know jennifer herring says when the apocalypse comes the zombies won't catch us if they're the slow kind but i did see the movie um what's the one where the zombies are super fast they they like um they have like superhuman strength and they can run like super fast which one is that one um where they climbed over the wall like in jerusalem they like they had walled off the city in israel and then like the zombies like climbed over it that one they were super fast i don't think anyone any of us could maybe seth can outrun him run those zombies but i certainly couldn't um z-land was it uh, zombie land no that was a comedy that was with like Woody harrelson and um the guy from uh what was it um it's the movie about facebook that's not what it was called I don't, I don't remember that but that was an old movie but that movie um jesse eisenberg that was Zombieland, land right that was a funny movie i saw that one that one I, uh, that one i really liked oh you know what else one i really liked um what was it the guy uh Shaun of the dead that was a movie that i thought was awesome i really liked that one but that was like a that was a comedy though i guess heart heart was it really a horror movie it was just like a kind of a horror movie but it was a comedy i really liked that one that one was super funny all right daniel m's giving us some great scary movie streaming hereditary the descent the invitation the Wailing*, and train to busan i've heard of train to busan but the others i've not heard of uh, I'm, uh, I'm like definitely out of my element when we're talking scary movies here um uh, skies has a question says oh look at that what did that say elmo running for something um how long do you think the nike peg 37 last i think you could take that shoe to 350 400 miles because it's got all that react midsole and the rubber tread is a little bit thicker i feel like than a normal pegasus so i feel like they really built that one for for um long lasting for longevity um oh jeff elliott says 28 days later had fast zombies did it i did see that one because wait was it 28 days or was it 20 20 days later Is that was a sequel right or no or was it just because tw- there was a sequel to that movie like they they had to wall off england right or something like that they just like gave up they were like forget england it's a zombie land and then but we can keep everything there because it's an island isn't that what happened in that movie something like that i thought i don't know um yeah daniel m said train to busan is a korean zombie movie that's that's why i remember i'm like oh i didn't know korean people like scary movies but yeah philip born says talking about glutes i use some running shoe boxes and a side table to make a standing desk which i now use for zoom calls etc i feel like that makes a great difference at the end of the day oh wait running shoe boxes and a side table to make a standing desk Oh, okay, cool, awesome. Uh, Daniel says twenty-eight weeks later is the sequel. I did not see the sequel. Jeff Elliott also coming in with a sequel. I saw the first one. The first one I thought was a pretty cool idea. Um, I think maybe it would be worth rewatching, given, the, or maybe it's not worth rewatching, given the current state of affairs. I don't know. Um. Uh, Danny j says oh here's a good one zombie apocalypse with moderately fast zombies they can move at like nine minutes a mile what shoes are you wearing (laughs) that's funny uh that's really funny um scotty b says a vote for scary movies poltergeist saw it way too young i think that i've never seen that one i think that one would have just driven me bananas like i don't think i could have handled that i was really bad with the scary movies oh yeah here we go max von ottoman too um that's quite a username it says world war z that was the one with the fast zombies yeah yeah was brad pitt in that one i don't remember um oh chris yeah says alive is a korean zombie movie out on netflix now a guy is trapped in his apartment with dwindling resources as he watches zombie infection unfold in the streets below wow that seems like um i mean is it is it like can't watch that now is it too soon to watch that now or i don't know jeff Elliott says the zoom jerusalem zombie scene was 28 days later wasn't it also in world war z that wasn't in which one was the one where it was like they set up a council and like um it was like if one person thought it was a good idea they had to like investigate it further and the potential for a zombie apocalypse was one of those ideas so that's why israel was like ready for it what movie was that i don't know ah daniel says got it Working title for the scary running movie 28 miles later um yeah or like 26 miles of death i think that'd be kind of fun oh jc says all these movies i know exorcist mentioned though today i think it's pretty funny yeah yeah those you know all that 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 whole genre again i stayed very far away from because i was just like that whole like s- spiritual aspect of it really terrified me kind of connected to the, like the um the cemetery thing. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. It just really, really got to me. I think. Um, oh, Tom Cruise was in World War Z. Hmm. Uh, Max von Ottoman two says running scared movie marathon man Hoffman scary dental scenes in 1976. I don't know if I've seen that one. It sounds familiar. What? <laughs> speaking of 28 miles did you hear you guys hear about the virtual london marathoner who got lost and ran 49 miles <laughs> that is that is amazing that is so that is so cool oh man mm-hmm. yeah um uh, uh, jody says love the shining um yeah jeff Elliott said love the shining is that a heart is that a uh, that is a heart movie isn't it yeah i get. yeah it is with like the red rum and then like that waterfall or like that like when the hallways flood that yeah here's the thing i saw like the simpsons spoof of that movie before i saw the movie so like watching the movie i was watching it, i'm like oh this is like a live action version of that simpsons episode all work and no play make home or something something. Right? So like that's what I was thinking the entire time I saw that movie. So that kind of ruined it for me. So like I didn't think it was really that scary. But I do remember I was watching that movie in the winter and I was just like I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Um yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. All right. I think I'm going to go and watch I think I'm going to try and find and I'll put some of these on um Like in the background because i mean do you do i really need to like we'll see yeah i yeah i think it'll be better i think me watching or like half watching like zombie movies i do like zombie movies like zombie movies or like horror movies is probably going to be better i'm thinking here's here here's like a a commentary um probably going to be better for my like mental health or state than like the news that i usually just turn on in the morning so I think i might do that i'm gonna try that tomorrow 4:30 in the morning horror movies that's what i'm gonna do i'll let you guys know how it goes <laughs> all right that's all i got for today everybody i think it's a good time to leave it oh we've got um we've got a question so let's do the question then we'll take it out take uh take off from here it says is the hyperion tempo a good cho- shoe choice for working on moving to 5k from two mile and working on getting faster um let's see hyperion tempo a good shoe choice for working on moving from 5k to 5k from the two mile i'm working on getting faster I, I mean i think that there's kind of two things that are going on there and i would say that the hyperion tempo is a good shoe for running fast 5ks for sure um and it's a good day for like some of the workouts that you'd have there um but i think the other thing to think about if you're running like two miles or like racing the two mile um you're probably going to want to focus more on just longer easy runs and a lot of longer easy runs so the hyperion tempo isn't great for long easy not for me it hasn't been that way but for your speed workouts for your racing for running fast 5ks i think it's going to be a lot of fun so i do like it for that all right <laughs> jody says tomorrow's kofuzy stream will be from the corner where i am shaking in the corner after watching the movies it's certainly possible If all of a sudden you see that like I got bags under my eyes and I'm not sleeping, it's because the scary movies have gotten to me. So, But we'll see. It'll be a fun little experiment. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Tomorrow's video is going to be about – I think I figured out a way to really test the accuracy of this heart rate monitor. So we'll see if I can uh, tease some additional data out of it in kind of like a hacky kind of uh, workaround kind of way. And then we'll do another live stream, 3 p.m., maybe we'll talk some more about scary movies maybe we won't but it'll be happy hour so uh i'll have a drink um probably beer but you guys are welcome to join with something alcoholic or no hopefully i'll see you tomorrow in the meantime be safe out there, everybody and thanks for tuning in